0: Hey guys, I hope you're having a great Wednesday and welcome back to Econ Recaps. If you're new to the channel, we make daily no-fluff recaps, keeping you up-to-date on the market. If that sounds way easier than reading countless articles, hit the subscribe below so you don't miss out. And now, let's get into the recap. The S&P 500 closed the day down just under 1 one-hundredth of a percent, trading essentially flat at a price of $4,154.52. This is 34 cents cheaper than yesterday. Once again, no sector traded up or down over 1% today, although 7 of the 11 sectors did close down. Moving to individual stocks, there was a little bit more excitement. Regional bank Western Alliance posted a better-than-expected earnings today and noted that deposits had risen by $2 billion since the start of the quarter, giving investors some much-needed relief about the bank's liquidity. The bank's stock rose 24% today to a price of $40.35. Their shares are still down 32% from its $70 high prior to SVB's collapse. This did rub off on First Republic Bank, who rose 12.4% to end the day. Looking to the losers, healthcare companies Elevance and UnitedHealth were down 5.3% and 3.6% respectively. This comes as the company's reported earnings that gave analysts some fear about their ability to collect on Medicare claims. Netflix was down over 3.1% as the market priced in their lackluster earnings from yesterday. Looking to other news, Snapchat announced at their summit event that they currently have three million users signed up for their subscription service, Snapchat Plus. While this is still currently less than 1% of its 375 million users, the company highlighted that just a few months ago, it only had 2 million subscribers. Snapchat also announced that they are going to unveil their own AI chatbot for Snapchat Plus users only. Citigroup analysts have shifted their recession expectations from Q3 to Q4. On top of that, Morgan Stanley CEO, James Gorman, said this morning that he expects two more rate hikes from the Fed and that he doesn't expect the first rate cut to happen until next year. Bed Bath & Beyond was up 35% today before announcing that they have revived preparations for Chapter 11 bankruptcy, shooting the stock down 22.5% in after hours. Mortgage applications were down 8.8% week over week, and the average 30-year mortgage rate was 6.43%. We also got the Fed's Beige Book in which they summarized the economic conditions of each of their districts. They mentioned that while there has been little change in the economic activity, hiring and lending have decreased mildly and they expect consumer spending to follow suit. Moreover, they noted that off-cycle wage increases have happened much less frequently than they did last year. Tomorrow, we will get our weekly look at initial and continuing jobless claims. Finally, going into earnings for the day, Tesla's stock fell 3.5% today at opening bell before rebounding throughout the day and then falling again in after hours. Sadly, this turbulent ride is all too common for Tesla earnings, which were in line with analyst estimates of 85 cents a share and $28.36 billion. The reason the stock fell in after hours besides missing the revenue estimates by a 10th of a percent was price cuts. Tesla's profit has decreased by 24% year-over-year, as Elon pushes to make his cars more accessible and more affordable through multiple price cuts this year. Moving to IBM, they missed on revenue expectations of $14.33 billion, reporting only $14.25 billion. They did, however, surprise 10% on earnings per share, blowing past estimates of $1.24, reporting $1.36. Unfortunately, the market did not like the uncertainty in IBM's economic outlook, sending them down 2% at open. On the other hand, Abbott had a great earnings call, beating revenue and EPS forecasts, reporting $9.75 billion of Q1 revenue, and earnings came in at $1.03 a share. However, it was them increasing their future guidance that sent the stock rocketing up 7.82% today. For tomorrow, we will hear from AT&T, Taiwan Semiconductor, American Express, Rite Aid, Glacier Bank, Philip Morris, Nucor, and AutoNation. Instead of a top story, I wanted to point out an interesting coincidence between Disney and Meta. As we covered back in March, both Disney and Meta are planning on cutting a combined 17,000 jobs as both companies look to cut their costs. They both implemented a three-round layoff plan with Disney looking to cut up to 15% of their entertainment division starting next week. Coincidentally, Meta announced that it will be starting its second round of layoffs, affecting more than 10,000 employees next week as well. This push to speed up the cost-cutting process can most likely be attributed to the fact that both Disney and Meta are facing massive $700 million settlements from the actions of their subsidiaries, Fox and Facebook. Thank you for listening to Econ Recaps, and tune in tomorrow where we will go over the performance of the S&P 500, economic news, and a new top story. A quick reminder, if you enjoy our content, make sure to check out yesterday's video where we discuss a little more between Fox and Facebook's massive legal settlements. Cheers.